funny to say. <laughs> First recording in the new crib. Yeah. I feel like we should give like we both have new backgrounds unlocked. I feel like we do both have new backgrounds. <laughs> we should like, we should, like we need to give like something. Yeah, we need to give like a, a quick screen grab. <laughs> Welcome Save. to my. We should we wait. We should like slide off. And like, let people take a picture of it so you can use it for your Zoom backgrounds in your office. <laughs> there you go. You can and then when it. every and then when people inevitably asks, why do you have a stranger's bedroom and couch yes. for your Living background? Room. You can explain. You can say, I got it from this amazing F one podcast that I listened to. Look, and they'll have some F one in there. I got Monaco right. back there. Got the, oh, that looks really good right there. Actually, <laughs> I kind of wish I had. Good. I well, I only had four things, and then that thing in the middle. Oh, I forgot you haven't been here since I hung this stuff up. Yeah. So I, but I kind of want more, but I don't know where else I would put them. Maybe behind my TV. I don't know. I kind of want more, but I gotta get. I just grabbed my extra stuff from moving. It's right down here. You can't see it, like my wall art and everything. Oh. Uh, so I'm gonna have. I'm not gonna put it back there, but I mm-hmm. want to put. There's like a small wall right here in front of me that I want to put a shelf. For like Legos and Funko Pops, and then kind of kind of a similar shelf to that. Yeah, yeah. A little bit larger, and then right in front of me, I want to put Tony's uh, storyboard art. Oh, cool! Are you gonna I get the Red Bull Funko Pop? <laughs> I kind of want one. I le- I want a Formula One one. Some like to some degree. Well, you have one of- you have either Mercedes and now Red Bull. If a La- if a Lando Norris one comes out, I would 100 percent get that. I'm shocked they're not next because I feel like F1 in general, like Liberty Media F1 in general, is missing out. They could sell a lot of those. I'm shocked that Funko hasn't yet hopped on it already. Yeah, you know? I don't know why like it's like has to be an individual team. Like they're not yeah. gonna not sell them. Oh no! Apparently, oh, if you go to Costco, if you go to Costco, you can get like. They're like this big size cars for like oh, each of the teams. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like, could we know that's a Costco? <laughs> Maybe I'll order one of those instead. Have you seen? I've seen, I've seen them all over TikTok. Someone, no, I've seen I a bunch, and it's like, one. yeah, girls are like, I wonder why my boyfriend said he wanted to go food shopping with me today at Costco. And then he's like in there and he's like running over to the <laughs> setup and they have them all. Well, you can also get the three day tickets for. What's That's it called? Right. You can get three day tickets. Coda. Um, why is it my? I gotta look now. Let's do McLaren F one. Well, I know they have the Piping. the Lego car, but it's so and it's huge. Yeah, there is. There is a. That's from twenty twenty two. I could I could do twenty twenty two. No, it's last year's cars. I think it's all of last year's cars. Yeah, McLaren. McLaren Formula One team 2022 Lego Technic, and it's got. Oh, oh, you're looking at the Lego. Yeah, I could, I could do that. I know there's also. I did see it in Target one day, and I was very, very, very tempted to buy it. And you'll know why immediately. It was a Lego. <clears throat> it was a Lego model, uh, Chevy Camaro Z28 1969. It's literally the Camaro that I want. Oh wow. And I That's was like, cool. I was with Ange, and I was like, oh, no, like, this is dangerous. <laughs> I was like, I need that. Wait, I'm going to. I found that they look sick. I'm going to 
send this airdrop to me before we do our actual intro. Oh, One I, thought you were, I thought you were airdropping into me, and I was like, I, I'm not going to get that. No. I'm too far for that. What other formula? See, they have. A Could you imagine if has airdrop worked like that? I, you could you could probably figure out a way to do it over uh wi-fi but then oh, you're just then it's just was... you're just sending it to somebody like you're just yeah there's no okay, difference between that and texting it yeah okay so they have three so it looks like Mer- red, bull, red bull red bull mercedes mercedes red bull and ferrari and ferrari That's all red bull Oh, they're literally. So look, they have a bo- right they have a whole car lineup. That's sick. I oh, want to. So it's, it's all the different years. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah, let me go cool. back. I want that now. Who do we know that goes to Costco? I know somebody with a Costco membership. Is she in the other room? <laughs> no, no, she's not in the other room. <laughs> she's okay. not here right now, which is good because I can get this first recording out of the way before she even. Before she ever hears it or is sitting <laughs> she's never gonna listen anymore because she'll be hearing them all yeah hello angela <laughs> now she yeah now she um, won't have to listen to it she can just hear yeah. it live live recordings um lights out and away we go Okay, everyone, welcome back to I Had It Up, episode, when I went away, 27, episode 27, 27. of F1 Underground, yes, 27. Um, as always, I haven't done this in a while, but as always, I'm Casey, that is Owen. As we stated, we have new uh, backgrounds unlocked, Owen's no longer in the basement, Let's give a clap. <laughs> out of the basement. I have windows. Wait, I'm out of the basement too. I have windows. We're both out of the basement. <laughs> Long story short, my first my first apartment was in the, a basement of a building. I'm no longer in the basement. I have a wall of windows. Thank God. Um, but yes, we are back with another episode. We are going to just go over some weekly news um, and then recap Monza. It was a good one. It was. It was a good one. Might be my favorite weekend, race weekend of the whole season. Um, I we got was, a lot of I wheel-to-wheel was, bar- battles, which I've missed. I was watching it off and on, but I, I was very happy to catch most of the race. But I just had to watch the highlights just to like remind myself, like, refresh. Yeah. What has what happened? You know. Yeah. No. It's it was it was a good one. Um. But. We're going to start back. We haven't done this in a few weeks. Um, meme of the week. Because we didn't do it when it was just me. And then we didn't obviously do it last week with Mark. Um, so do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Sorry, I- I'm on Lego's website now looking at this. Oh, my God. You sound like Sean. Okay. Lego. I'm adding you. I would love it. <laughs> um, okay. This is very, this is very <laughs> easy to describe. But it works so well. Um, mm-hmm. obviously this meme of the girl outside of the fire, the burning down house. And she's like, given this <laughs> look of like, it's just gives off this energy of like, yeah, I fucking did this. Like, <laughs> and then this weekend comes out this picture of Christian Horner in front of all the Ferrari fans. 
And yeah, right. There's not even. He's just given the same exact look, <laughs> and he's just like, it's just like suffer, like. <laughs> but if you look, it's it's funny if you look at it, and I'll I'll zoom in on it. You're like, zooming that's, out. That's not zooming in. That's weird. It's blowing up the <laughs> banner, stuff, not the actual image. Okay. Uh, if you zoom in. And if you, I don't know if you can see, you can tell on some guy, like this guy right here, Yeah. you know, this guy, these people down here, none of them are, none of them are, are upset. They're happy. Oh, They're like no. Very yeah. happy in this picture, which is besides the point. I mean, the fact that this picture now exists, I think is hilarious. Um, the minute that picture came out, I saw someone on Twitter slash X go, you know, the meme with the girl in the fire. And next thing yeah. you know, it was up. It was all over the place. Does not take you know, that, long to yeah. make memes anymore, no. and it is great. It is great for us. But yes, this is my meme of the week. This is uh, this took me three Two. mouse like wheel scrolls on my mouse to, to find. find. <laughs> I literally pulled off Formula Dank, and I went one, two, three, and I said, "There it is, right there." <laughs> I was like that is absolutely it. But he also kind of looks like he's photoshopped. Like you could easily photoshop him out of this picture and put him in so many things. Oh. <laughs> He's you're just predicting he, the future. That will exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. If it's not already happened, that's exactly what's going on. Yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. Like it's the way the light's hitting his face. It makes him look fake. Like it looks like a fake background. You but could, you no, could put him into so many things here. You yeah, put him into so many different things. Because I know oh. someone photoshopped Daniel Ricardo's face onto the little girl's face before. Right. When, like, whenever, like, McLaren's downfall or something's going on, like, the beginning of the season, people had that one. But, like, I feel like you yes. could also Photoshop Christian Horner's face on turns. Um, you could yes. absolutely do that. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that's that one. My, that's my meme of the week. Good one. Okay, like I said, I had to. I have to. This first one, I saw it maybe Friday during the race weekend. And I was like, I'm talking about that. And then... With the craziness of being a Charlotte Claire fan today, which we'll get into. Um, oh, very crazy. I have another meme. Yeah. So this is my first one. <laughs> Shout out to the Italian fans, to the Tifosi. They had some stellar pictures. So bad. So for our visual listeners, this is a Saving Private Ryan movie poster. But instead of Saving Private Ryan, it's Saving Private Charles. Um, that meme of the little kid crying, a photoshops his face into the back. This is fantastic. Um, who the hell is this? I <laughs> have no idea. The, is that Matt Damon from the movie or no? No. Is he? No, because um, Tom Hanks would have taken this, the front row on that poster. Hold on. Hold on. I'm okay, sure but I regardless. Good with my. The guy directly behind Charles says bad strategies. And then you have Carlos Sainz, which is very, very relevant for today. Um, you could even put Carlos Sainz's whole entire family behind Charlotte Claire in this picture. Um, but yes, Saving Private Charles, the mission is a man. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it's I, so good. I stand corrected. That is Matt Damon. That's what I thought. That is Matt Damon. You know, it's just his, it's definitely from the, the Photoshop of putting signs in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. His like cheek is like pressed in. So that's what threw me off. But that is Matt Damon, yes. Well, and at first, look, I kind of thought it could be Max Verstappen. Like a young Max Verstappen. <laughs> no? I can't see it, but, like, I do. Oh, maybe I'm starting to see it. 
Yeah, yeah, like, I can see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The zoom in helped. Yeah, yeah. But the Photoshop job is so good. Like this face on Charles Leclerc, perfect. The Ferrari and logo on the helmet, it's so good. So yes, that That's was good. my first meme of the week. I literally saw it Friday, maybe. Um, then this next one came up that uh, this is kind of weekly news, also that Eurovision, the song contest in Europe that goes on once a year. Um, Monaco is officially eligible to compete. So you know who's ready. <laughs> so this was the oh this was the news God. article. Charlotte Claire tweeted, I'm ready back at the thing. And then someone this picture is just so good. So <laughs> someone photoshopped him onto like Eurovision in the background. Someone else has another one where it's closer to the stage and you have Arthur Leclerc playing the piano in the background. Oh my um, God. Yes, long story short. I think it was Sky Sports in Italy had Charlotte Claire give like a tour of his garage this weekend. So there's a bunch of clips of him holding the Sky Sports um, microphone and it looks like he's delivering the news. So that this one just makes it look like he's actually singing. So yeah, that was uh, that was today's edition of Moon of the Week. Charlotte Claire and Eurovision. Oh, that's he's good. gonna he's gonna be on Eurovision. I also saw someone say <clears throat> someone get Lewis Hamilton. Uh, a Monaco citizenship, so he can sing and Charlotte Claire can play the piano. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. You know what they should like, do? I'm just thinking of this now because we're talking about the, the driver singing. One of them should go on The Masked Singer. I could see it being I, Lewis because he can sing. See, yeah, I could see somebody doing that, going on The Masked Singer. And, like, that. I think that would be a hard thing for people to guess. Just be like the mm -hmm. judges to guess. I've never watched a show, well, but I know they get like clues like to who it is. But well, I, I think, think it'd be hard. hard for everyone except for Nicole Scherzinger, considering I think they were like engaged at one point. But besides that, <laughs> um, yeah, him and Nicole Lewis Hamilton was dating Nicole Scherzinger for a very long time. Oh, was he really? Yeah, like I think when he was on McLaren or when he first moved to Mercedes. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, so she might be good at getting the uh, clues, but yeah, regardless, good they enough. definitely should. Someone should go on, yeah. And it should yeah, be like get... Yuki Sonoda. That's who should go on. <laughs> That's who should go no, on. Could you imagine Yuki? that sort of a mascot come walking out? No. That would be Yuki. Oh wait, I have another picture I want to show. Yuki could be on, like, MasterChef or, like, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay? Why can't oh. they make that happen? Yeah. Gordon Ramsay, cool. is, Gordon Ramsay is literally in the... Gordon Ramsay's in the paddock, like, every single weekend. He like, is there a lot, it's, yeah. He's there all the time. Like, if you could have season tickets to an F1 race, I think Gordon Ramsay would have season tickets to an F1 race. Um, yeah, oh, 100%. But, yeah... Okay. Okay, one other thing. I don't know if you saw this George Russell's radio from this weekend, which was iconic. Um, to the fact that Charlotte Claire liked this tweet. So George Russell's uh, race engineer, I'm totally blanking who it is, says, George, suggests more management, turn six, turn six. And George Russell responds with, in the most British accent, I don't know if you can see, but I got a car right up my ass. <laughs> that is... Oh, so good. That's fantastic. That's such a good, I don't know. That's such a good answer, too. Mm -hmm. I don't like, know. That's a I max answer. That is a max answer. That is, that's, I mean, like, come on, though. I mean, yes, your your engineer's job is to sit there and say, hey, like, you know, watch your tire management, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, that's a great answer. I applaud George yeah. for that. 
and I forget who it was, but there literally was someone, all, like, right behind him. It was, it was... It, him and Cheka were battling out at one point. Was that, was that it? It might have been. When him it and Cheka were going back and forth? Yeah. They it might have been then. They were battling because for it was pr- a while. Yeah, it was pretty early on. Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty early on. So, yeah, that might have been... Uh, sorry, I'm adding a link to the first topic. I forgot to add one. If you need sorry. to open it. Um, I would like to open it. It's not the one I pulled the news from, but it's the same thing. So, going into weekly news before we recap Monza. Um, fresh off of signing his new contract extension, Kevin Holcomb... Nico- I said Kevin Holkenberg. I just combined them both Nico Holkenberg um, was... F- pulling a helmet Marco and basically said that um, he's very frustrated with the lack of development in the Haas um, of how bad they suck and how this past weekend was not good for them. But apparently they were the only team that didn't have a Monza spec rear wing, which people are like, how do you like Monza such a really specific track, especially with all the straights to not have a rear wing designed for that yeah people were like how do we how does Haas not have a rear wing but besides that yeah so he basically um said he was left very frustrated after the Italian Grand Prix um saying also saying that they're extremely bad um yeah the direct quote of really bad it's yeah not not a good look at all no he didn't that's like Miss. I feel like that's like Nick Cassiano. like when he saying those they suck. He just like yeah, we suck. Yeah, we're doing um, that. but yeah, he. I mean, obviously, we all know how good Nico Hulkenberg's been at qualifying this season. Um, but they were like nowhere to be seen, Haas. Um, at all. Yeah, I don't remember anything from. Yeah, if you scroll down, so it says Hulkenberg qualified P thirteen, and then, but then, um. <clears throat> Magnuson finished seventeenth. So yeah, so they did yeah. nothing. I like this this quote though too, just to add more context to it. It says we're really bad compared to the competition. I'm reading it now. Hulkenberg told Sky Deutschland, as soon as the tires aren't new, there's only one way backwards. So it sounds yeah. like I don't know if is if, is that a degradation the like, degradation problem? Like are yeah, your tires also- just falling apart too fast? It's also that Ferrari power engine. We know how bad they are. Ferrari power engine is for the Ferrari drivers and the tires. That's true. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you're not if you're not managing your tires correctly, you know, this is where it's like you always. This is where I always play like both sides when it comes to this, and it's like, mm-hmm. how much of this is Hulkenberg not being a fantastic driver, and how much of this is the tires, you know, or like the car's engine, like you just said, you know, stuff like that. Like how, like what's the split there, you know? Yeah. No, what's, to me, yeah, it's what's... like, to me, it's like, Oh, as soon as the tires aren't new, there's only one way backwards. And it's like, all right. So that to me says that the tires are falling apart way too fast. But then that raises the question of, okay, is, is the style of driving just too aggressive? Like, are you true, not- right? How aggressive are you trying to be in that Haas, though? <laughs> right. Like, are you trying to are you trying to be aggressive to the point where you're trying to get all the way up to P1 when you know your car can't 
do that compared to the competition and it's like that you're just killing the tires or is it just <clears throat> you're trying to manage and you can't and the tires are just falling apart yeah you would also think by the time qualifying right. comes around <laughs> yeah right i don't i'm trying to think what's next singapore i feel like singapore. a lot of these do have good straights i mean we all know vegas has some decent straights so i feel like it's I feel like it's the track too, because obviously on the straights, I'm gonna guess. I feel like tire life probably gets used the most because it's not like they're going when they're going through turns, they're going s- slower. Yeah, quote unquote. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's it was definitely interesting to hear. But yeah, the fact that they didn't have um, what's it called, a special rear wing also was a little shocking, but. Yeah, I'm that, sure. is, that is strictly on the team. That's 100%. Mm-hmm. The team should have had, you know, like every other team, a Monza spec rear wing to play to the strengths of the track. That is, yeah, that's an oversight on the team. I agree. Yeah. Uh, but it is also, I feel like, kind of bold for Hulkenberg to say that after signing his year extension. But <laughs> I definitely wouldn't want to be uh, – I definitely wouldn't want to be – uh, Gunther, if I just signed my two drivers to the same to a contract, mm-hmm. you know, and you're you're going with the class of because we said it last week or something. It's the first time they've had the returning drivers, yeah, in how many years? And then one of those returning drivers that you're you're confident in to invite back is like, oh, we're really bad right now. Like, yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah not a, yeah. not a good start. <clears throat> You know what I also, it's not on here, but it's it's Haas related. I saw it was quotes from Mick Schumacher saying that how badly run of a team Haas is compared to what he's been treated with now <laughs> at Mercedes. Right? I'm, you so, I'm mix not sure. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, you have the- Mercedes who's been world, like, award winning for how long? You have Haas right. who's still relatively new. Yeah. yeah. It's only a matter of. Sorry, I thought my charger fell. Um, yeah, I did see that. I, did, I forgot to note that. Um, I feel like there's a lot of uh, PR scandals this week going on with different teams. Um, I fell for those PR professionals. Um, but yeah, moving on to Perez and Helmet Marco. I feel like Helmet Marco wakes up every morning. You know, like those tearaway calendars, like one day a week, like gives you yeah. an inspirational <laughs> quote. It's like, mess with Checo today. Say a quote about Leclerc today. Say something about Norris today. <laughs> like, he just causes chaos every morning. Like, Mark said it completely right. Like, during slay season, that didn't exist. He was just providing all the drama, and he's still providing all the drama. He was giving um, us the content. Yes. He yeah. was absolutely giving us the content. 100%. Um, so, yeah. So, apparently, there's a lot of things. So, between there's comments from Checo about Red Bull, and then there's comments about, uh, what's his name, that Marco made about... Checo and Lando Norris. Um, so yes. So the first Checo Perez says he will only stay at Red Bull if there's an environment where he can contribute. Um, so it says that he could maybe look for alternatives for 2024. Right. So, I mean, he's come out and said before the car is not to his driving style. Um, obviously anyone can see that based on how he's not getting into Q3s, but two in a row. Um, Two podiums in a row for Checo, so maybe he's back. Right. Um, or Helmet Marco said these to light a fire under Checo's ass. 
And then I could, I could see that. Yes. And then Helmet Marco dropped these comments um, literally 24 hours later saying that Landon Ars would be the preferred teammate for Max Verstappen. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know. We talked about this last week. Um, where's the quote? Where's the quote? So Marco said Perez is not consistent. He's not always focused. Perez has a contract until 2024, and Norris has a contract until 2025. Unfortunately, it's that long. Um, he continues saying some other things. This is in regards to Lando at the beginning part. In terms of youth and speed, he would suit us very well, meaning Lando. Sergio, on the other hand, is already over 30 and is expecting his fourth child. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and it says so he has other interests. You have to see what happens next. <laughs> I love, I love that the two the two comparisons are. You go from business to personal in one mm-hmm. in one line in one line. And you know, yeah, in his age and his speed that he shows on track, you know, yeah, he, yes. would, be, he would be a replacement. And then it's like Checo's mm-hmm. old as fuck. He's thirty and he's <laughs> on his fourth child. He needs he's to over. Figure, he needs to figure shit out. And it's yeah. like, holy crap. <laughs> like, Not even just his fourth child. I'm pretty sure his wife gave birth last year and she's pregnant again. So, damn. I mean, there was that other comment from Christian Horner talking when, like, the news broke that she was pregnant. And Christian Horner was like, well, yeah, clearly he stays busy at home. She's pregnant again. <laughs> Man, he may be already over 30, but he is young at heart. Yeah, he is. After that cheating rumors of Monica last year, <laughs> she was like, let me tie him down with some more kids. <laughs> prove his innocence, you know? Yeah. Um, but yes, gotta love, gotta love how my Marco. Um, let me see if there's anything else. Obviously, I know that this is, like you just said, like, Perez is locked in until 2024, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and Norris has until after 2025, but... Uh, I mean, but... And that could be really nice. Yes, and people are saying, we'll talk about him in a little bit, like, Daniel Ricciardo, if he can drive the rest of the season, you put him in Chaco's seat for two years, Lando's contract ends, you bring Lando over. Like, how much prime does Daniel Ricciardo have left now that he also broke his arm or broke his wrist? So I could see that happening. They're using Daniel Ricciardo as a placeholder now. Just keep using him as a placeholder until Lando's ready. Yes, please. I, I'm sorry. I yeah, love, no. <laughs> I love Daniel Ricciardo. We both know that. But please, I just I want to see Lando Norris in the speed of that Red Bull. I, I want to see it happen. I'd be so yeah. good or bad. I would be so curious to see the results. I feel like it'd be good. I feel like it'd be good too, but like, I'm like not their dominance good. is his. It's Max Verstappen dominance right now. But I feel like if you have Max and Lando in a Red Bull, right. they're one and two almost every race. Oh yes, absolutely. The fight would be for third place every weekend. Yes. I mean, look at the way Lando drives now. So it would definitely be, I think, a good fit. That's if Zach Brown lets fit. Lando go. <laughs> And especially too, which Zach Brown would be an idiot to let him go. I'm just oh saying, yeah, it's like now. Zach Brown would be an idiot to let it go. But if you could if you could get that in there, and if you could get him in there, and then you have that like 
mentor role for Max mm-hmm. for Lando, not only are you most likely securing yourself, you know, one twos every race, you know, almost every race, but you're building, you're having Max just teach a future Max. That's that's what you're doing. Yeah, right. right? Because we looked it up. Like Lando's like a few years younger than him, so yeah. God forbid. Max is, I mean, he dismissed the own rumors that he put made on his own, saying that he doesn't know what he would do after 2028 when his contract is up. So, like, by that point, Lando could move to first driver. Slide on in there, Lando. Please. And you bring up someone young. Um, but, yeah, no, that'd be, that would be interesting if Lando Norris. Hold on, I'm turning my light on. I forgot. I on. Turn the light on. Getting dark in there. Let it be, I mean, it's not, but I don't want it to get too late. The sun's like setting over there, so I will lose the light early. Um, but yes, so there's also another comment from Helmet Marco today about Charlotte Claire. It's nice to know that the F1 world is revolving around Charlotte Claire and Lando Norris right now, okay? Um, so this, I'm going to read this to you. Helmut Marco in a chat with Formula Uno revealed that he had tested the waters to bring the Monegas to Red Bull. There were talks towards the end of May to see if there was a chance that he would leave Ferrari. The, the Austrian explained, Aston Martin also tried a move before us. They're looking for a top driver for when Alonso leaves the team. The pressure of the two top teams seemed to have induced Ferrari investor to speed up the process for the renewal of Leclerc. The contract extension of the Monegas is therefore now at the top of the priorities of the Ferrari team principal. It's, I think, signed. Yeah. This last paragraph explains it all, and we'll get into it. We can't say the same for Carlos Sainz. All discussions with the Spaniard are currently, quote-unquote, on standby, and it seems that the number 55 did not take it well. So. Damn. We'll get back to that another time. <laughs> yeah. So, thanks. Shout-out shout out to you, Helmet Marco, for causing some drama <laughs> in the F1 world. Helmet we didn't Marco get any indirectly caused Charles Leclerc's uh someone said to get signed quicker. Yes, and I really thank you. Obviously, it's the worst kept secret of this season, like yeah. Hamilton being extended. We all know he's staying, but yeah, Helmet Marco we were, basically just confirmed. We were wrong, by the way. We oh yeah, wrong. we didn't talk about this. This came out after last week's recording. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about this before we go to. Daniel Ricardo. Yes. So Mercedes is keeping their one-two driver pairing of uh, Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. I really just yes. drew a blank on their both of their names for a second. <laughs> it happens. It happens. But yes, they're staying. I was through shocked. 2025. Did it say 2025? I think it did. I know Lando. No, not Lando. Sorry. I know Lewis's did. I don't. I know think they're both George the same. Did. Um, but did we also get, we haven't gotten confirmation on Charles's contract, right? No, they didn't announce it. So we were wrong on that as well. Yes. Okay. So George Russell is through 2025 and they didn't put the year for Mr. Lewis Hamilton. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, but like- I also saw Total Wolf said that he's not letting Lewis go until he retires as a Mercedes driver. So that's smart. Yeah, 
I mean, get it. that man his eighth world championship. He had it yeah. in his hands. <laughs> it was taken away. That's a, I mean, that's, it... a smart, that's a smart move by uh, Toto. I mean, oh, yeah. regardless of how Lewis performs from here on out, you know, he's. I mean, he won seven world championships. Mm-hmm. I mean, that man is – he is the face of Mercedes, you know. So For forever. Yeah, smart move, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he, they're obviously both staying. Uh, yeah, we were wrong. Um, well, I knew the week you jumped off, I did talk about Lewis Hamilton because there was rumors it was coming and it could have been announced right, right. before Monza. Um, and it was, but I didn't know about George Russell. Uh, but, yes, we did not say about Charlotte Claire. We guessed Charlotte Claire would be announced. I mean, it was the perfect setting to do so. Um, to me, it makes complete sense to do it then. But I think if there's issues on the other side, maybe they want, maybe they're pulling like a Toto Wolf, and they want, like he did with Valtteri Bottas, they want to make sure Carlos Sainz is with a new team before they announce it. I know that's I've heard t- quotes uh, from Toto Wolf before. He wanted to make sure Valtteri Bottas was set up with Alfa Romeo before they announced George Russell was coming to Mercedes. As like a I mean, respect that's, thing. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to. So, you don't want to announce it that. You know, hey, we got a driver coming in to replace this guy, and then you can imagine it kind of comes off as like when the reporters ask you, like, "Oh, well, where's this guy going?" You're like, "We don't know." Yeah, like, we don't know. You want to make sure all questions can be answered, but yeah. So yeah. obviously, Charlotte Claire has not been announced yet, um, but I'm pretty sure that thing signed. It's just Carlos Sainz is holding it up a little bit, but we'll get yeah. into it because there's that. That's a whole segment of Carlos Sainz and his family. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> and then a quick update on Daniel Ricciardo before the race recap. Um, so I have here that he was not going to be back for Singapore, or Japan, or Suzuka. Um, but it does it was confirmed today that it looks like the earliest he could be back is Qatar. Um, and this means we get Liam Lawson for two more races, uh, it, which makes sense because Singapore and Suzuka are not easy. No. So um, give him as much time, especially if they want him in Red Bull. If he's really going to Red Bull, you want him. And it's AlphaTauri. It's not like he's driving for Red Bull now. It's not like AlphaTauri's fighting for one through three and the oh, constructors. No. So yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I, it's definitely a smarter decision to say to you know say to Ricardo like, hey, take take, take your time. time. Like yeah, you're good. You know yeah. Which I really don't think Lance Stroll should have came back as fast. Based on no. how, based on how Red Bull is handling Daniel Ricciardo's injury and AlphaTauri, um, yeah, I don't think what's it called. I don't think Lance Stroll should have come back that fast, especially the fact that he broke both wrists. Um, yeah. And then oh, I forgot to add this because this literally happened right before I came home. Um, we're ex- you can expect the decision on Andretti's F1 bid pretty much soon. Um, the FIA will be most likely approving it. It's just up in the air with F1 and Liberty Media. So oh, there's that. Right. So that next team could be coming in with Andretti. Um, but give me another, because Andretti is American, right? Yes. We're both doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because I know he has an IndyCar team. American Italian. Okay. Oh, yeah, because they – so it used to be Andretti Autosport, but now they're rebranding to Andretti Global. Oh. 
So, which is making you think they're coming. Um, but yes, give us another American team. Why don't you? Um, but yes, moving on to Monza. It was not a rainy race weekend. That's from last race. <laughs> I was. I just saw that and I was like, it wasn't rainy this weekend. What are we, what are we it's talking like, about? Just copy and paste. I just copy or duplicate duplicate the word doc every week. Um, yes, I guess we can just go by team. I don't really. I think that's why I've been I breaking it up. Run, we can run down the list except for Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we, we can probably save them, friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I feel like with each, I like breaking it down by each team because then we can just talk about like everything, qualifying yeah. and stuff instead of. Um, yeah, so starting off with Red Bull, uh, another historic weekend for Max Verstappen. Um, his one is 10 in a row, the only driver to ever win 10 in a row. He was so chill about it. He was just eating candy during the press conference after the race. He had did not uh, care. <laughs> no, I wonder. It's got to be, though. He definitely didn't care because he, like, this getting 10 isn't the finish line. Like, he's oh, no. thinking, you know, I'm going to get to the quick He can win by Quatar, I think. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, he's got eight more races to win. So he's thinking, I'm going to win 18 races in a row. Mm-hmm. That's when he'll give the emotion. You know, this is just a this is just another step stone to get there. That's it. Like, and I think was the last time he lost Brazil, right? Yeah, because George won Brazil. I think that was the last time they lost. Um, Max Verstappen did not finish P one last year, Brazil, because we are no, officially. It was, I did, it's Azerbaijan when Checo lost when Checo won. Oh yeah, true, true, yeah. true, true, true. Um, yeah, Azerbaijan. Oh, I, meant, I meant Red Bull in general. Sorry, Red Bull hasn't lost since I think. Oh yes, Brazil of last year. Yes, when every George driver, won. every driver who finished P one this year has been a Red Bull. Has driver. been a Red Bull. Yes. Yeah, there's been no one else. Um, which I forgot to say, we are officially the European leg of F one is over. The summer of European F one is done. That's right. <laughs> yes. We move into some races that are either our time zone, an hour behind, one o'clock in the morning. So yeah, it's time. Um, but yes. I can't believe that we only have eight races left. Yeah, it's wild. It's yeah, that's, it's that's been crazy. really fast because obviously last year, for don't get offended, people. I didn't get into F one until like <laughs> Miami of last year. I can remember you watching Miami and I was like, yes, because I saw stuff when we were in Florida and I was like, oh, cool. And then I watched Drive to Survive again. Don't get offended, people. And then I got <laughs> into it. Um, but I feel like even be- I don't know, maybe it's because we physically talk about it each week. because It's making it go faster. But yeah, it feels so much quicker than last year. Yes, much, quicker. much, much, much. Quicker. Um, but yeah, so obviously back to Red Bull 10 in a row for Max. Um, only driver ever. I have to talk about the, I think it was during the practice session or yes, practice session. I just looked at the screenshots from Friday. Um, some iconic radios between Max and his race engineer GP. Yes. They're so good. I so saw some of these Max, screenshots. Yeah. Yes. So Max said, we're not going to try again because I had a shit read. And he comes back and says, it's not qualifying Max. Max was trying to just go for, like, the fastest lab of his entire life. Screwed it up. Didn't have a good read. He wanted to go again. His race engineer saying, it's not qualifying, Max. So he does it again. He goes, 
his race engineer goes, did you learn anything? Max responds with, no, not really. (laughs) (laughs) They're literally an old Mara couple. I just found out, I saw too, that apparently Max went, during summer break, Max went with him and his family for like part of his vacation. Oh, so really? they get along. They just sound like they're bickering with each other all <laughs> That's <laughs> That's hilarious. That's such a good, mm-hmm. like, sarcastic back and forth. It To me, it feels like, and I 100% what it is, like, they're looking to find entertainment in the races Oh, now yeah. Because, Max, like, let me give someone, let me give them something. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure in the moment, you know especially race moments and everything like engineer and max are very entertained. You know, it's a very thrilling mm-hmm. thing regardless of they pretty much know the outcome, but also at the same time, like I'm sure there's like a part of them. That's like, I'm just going to fuck around with them just to like yeah. get a laugh, you know, make it fun. You know? No, it was Did that. Did I learned anything. <laughs> it was also the way that he said it. I, I think I put it. I said it, just sound like Max got like in trouble in school or something. Like, did yeah. you learn anything? No, not really. Huh? Um, it, he also had a good radio moment during the race when he saw Carlos do something and he was like, "Ooh, that was naughty." <laughs> Just on the radio. <laughs> He's bored. He's so bored. He's, He's literally the, bored. But the best part was he was behind Carlos still at that point. <laughs> He was still dropping comments because he knew he was going to be in front of him. Yeah, you know I mean, you're going to be in front of him eventually. Like, I was shocked it took him 15 laps to get in front of, in front of Carlos. I thought it was going to be in front of Carlos pretty quickly, um, but it took him 15 laps. Just let out the yawn, why don't you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't do well when I sit down for long periods of time. Sorry. Okay. I need like, um, a standing desk so I can. Stand. Stand while we do be doing like You'll be doing like squats and we move in. Um, yeah. But yes. So yeah, he did not lead for the first 15 laps of the race. So that was surprising. I gotta give, I gotta give. Coming from science. Credit there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you knew in the back of your head a little bit, like, I'm gonna get past, like, at some point. But fought him off for 15 laps out of a 51 mm-hmm. lap race. Like, that's pretty good. Like. Yeah. No, it was pretty good. Um, and then you had Perez, who did decently well this weekend. Um, and he had a good battle with both Ferraris for a little bit. That was like the good chunk of the middle of the race before he finally got in front of. Yes. Um, yeah. I think it was Carlos at the end before he finally got in front of him, which was exciting to watch. Um, yeah. But yeah. No, that was. Sorry, I'm looking the... up. Wait, I'm sorry. Going back to the Max and Carlos thing, that overtake was exciting to watch because they were wheel for wheel for wheel to wheel for a little bit. Yeah, that they was, were. That was really fun to watch. Like, I really enjoyed there was seeing a... that overtake. It felt like Max had to work for it a little bit, which is, like, mm-hmm. something we haven't Not... felt in a long time. So it's like, cool. Like, this is this is great, you know? And I feel like once Max got ahead, also, he didn't just take off. Like, I felt like he was there for a little bit. Yeah. Like, it took him a while to get to his normal gap when he was winning. Um, but, yeah, no, I it I'll give that to Carlos. Um, I mean, I'll give it to the whole race. There's a lot of wheel-to-wheel battles between yeah. teammates, um, <laughs> between other teams. We won't talk about that. Well, you can also talk about it with McLaren, too, because there was wheel-to-wheel with them, also. Oh, I thought um, that's what you were referring to. Oh, oh no, them and Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlotte Claire. Um, but speaking of people also bored with the race, at the end, um, I still had it on 
F1 TV, but like their coverage, it was Will Buxton was interviewing. I like when Will Buxton does this after the races because it'll have a collective of drivers join in, and it's so funny. Yeah. So it was Lando Norris, Alex Albon, and then Charlotte Claire joined in at the mm. end. And like they were asking him questions, and Lando goes, Yeah, I saw your entire battle, but I, I was watching the screams by the end of the race, like with Carlos. <laughs> yeah, so they all get bored while they're watching. It's not just Max. Um, but yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, it's good to know. So when they're looking like they're maybe going over the curb a little bit, it's because they're distracted watching the. They're literally <laughs> distracted driving. That's what they're yes. doing. Um, Illegal. Yes. They should all be arrested. They should all be arrested. Uh, moving on, we'll skip Ferrari as we said. We're, we're skipping them. There's so much there. Um, Mercedes. I don't think there's really anything crazy besides Hamilton's penalty on Oscar, which yeah. I just looked it up. So he, he was given the five second penalty after he made contact with Oscar Piastri um, during the race, uh, but he, unlike Carlos Sainz omitted after the race that the clash was his fault um and I, there is a video from oscar's car hamilton's yeah. getting out of his and comes right over to oscar piastri and apologizes so oh that's good yeah um yeah that that accident was 100 percent hamilton's mm-hmm. fault um i remember watching and i can't remember who said it one of the broadcasters but they were watching a replay of the collision and they said like that's not that wasn't Oscar going to the left into, you know, Hamilton. That was Hamilton going to the right into Oscar. And it was like, mm-hmm. when you watch a replay with, like, that in context, you were like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, Oscar had front wing damage, you know, on the side of his – yeah. on the front left of his wing. Um, so. But he came back. He had a good recovery because I think they changed it. I'm pretty sure that I – You have to. You have to change it because, like – Carrying on with that causes more danger and slowness than stopping and Yeah. So you finished twelfth. Oscar Piastri. Yeah, so that's not yeah, bad. No. For um front wing damage. That was not bad. It yes. definitely did I don't want to say ruin it, because twelfth is not a bad place. Obviously you want to be within the points, but I'll say that collision definitely ruined points for for Piastri. I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Definitely took him out of the race. It, again, didn't, like, ruin the race entirely. You know, it's not like it was a major crash, mm-hmm. red flag. He was, like, you know, injured or something. But once that pit stop happened for him to switch out the, the front wing and everything, and it was just – you just kind of knew. You are like, all right, this is – Piastri's out of the points now, which sucks yeah. to watch. But Yeah, right, because it was – he was doing well. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's been doing well. Um but yes, I'm adding another. We can obviously we're talking about him, so we can go down a little bit and talk about McLaren. Um, oh yeah. Since we're talking the, about him, uh, um, oh, the they were the first battle. Just an article about their. Oh. Uh, yeah. So they also had contact. Um, it didn't. It was very, 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 very minor. Um. It didn't cause damage, obviously. It didn't damage his front wing. Um, but, yeah, they were – they made contact. Um, I Which I like when they let the teams – well, I like when they like – I like when they let drivers fight within the team. It obviously makes it more exciting. That's why I hope 
You were just frozen there for a second. That's why I was very confused. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You are a little glitchy. <laughs> what happened to your... <laughs> now you're back. Oh, I'm on I'm on Wi-Fi now instead of hardwired into yeah, the internet. Yeah, hardwired. Uh, it's a little, little bit slower. But... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is Norris's quote after he explained, we are to respect each other and give each other space. The accident was just an unfortunate accident. Um, but meanwhile, from his team, the team principal, Stella said that whoever said it was unacceptable, or he said it was unacceptable, um, and there must be no contact in the future. So obviously, clearly, if they both got retired in the race, it would have been a bigger issue, but they oh, didn't yeah. retire. Which it was I so agree. minor. I agree with that. You know, who, who, who made the comment from within the team? Stella, their team principal. Oh, yeah. Like, I 100% agree yeah. with – yeah, absolutely. Like, contact between teammates should never happen. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, I think there was nothing, you know, malicious behind it or anything. It's not like we've been reading articles for the past weeks where it's like – But they hate each other. Yeah. You know, between Norris and Piastri are deteriorating or, you know, they're, they're you know, unfriendly with each other. No, it's – we've never seen anything like that. So, yeah, this is definitely much easier to – swallow as like it happened we both kind of yeah. fucked up it's not gonna happen again move on you know wait but i did like though that yesterday um i don't know if you saw the pictures that they went carding with zach brown mm-hmm. and i was like this is out brown's like you're gonna get along <laughs> you're gonna smile you're gonna sob i don't think based on like the interactions i've seen the videos they seem like they genuinely get along that they enjoy yeah. each other um, I mean, Lando has said it before. He's the big brother now in this situation. He's no longer with Daniel Ricardo or Carlos Sainz, who he was a little brother. So I do think it was a first incident. So let's give him yeah. a warning. It's it's, <laughs> it's going to happen, you know. Yeah. It, it's yeah. Again, of course, you don't want to see it happen. You're definitely as a team principal going to be like, listen, this this shit can't happen again. But it's it's one of those things where it's like the team principal says, don't do this again, and both Piastri and Norris are going to look look at her and be like, "All right, we're sorry. It was a, it was a genuine mistake." And she'd be like, "Yeah, I believe." Like you know, "All right, I believe you," and like walk away. You know. And if you notice, I did put the clip in the highlight video I made. It's they were going into a turn when they made contact, so the turns are right. always small to begin with. So yeah, it wasn't like they were going down the main street, Charlotte Claire. Um, <laughs> and he locks up on <laughs> what? Oh, I'm out. I love it. I know. I know. You gotta call them out every once in a while, but we'll get back to them. Um, But yes, moving on, we talked about Mercedes. Alpine. Alpine. I I mean, qualifying was not good. They were both out at the beginning of at. I didn't even know Esteban was out of the race. (laughs) Okay, I wanted to ask if you even noticed he was out of the race. When did that happen? You just realized now that he was out of the race? Yes. (laughs) When did that happen? Yeah, he, um, hold on. I remember watching it. Obviously, you saw, we all saw Yuki get out of the race. It was before. Right. That was and the next thing, like, yeah. So then you're, like, watching, and then all of a sudden, I'm, like, I, like, look away, and I look back, and I was, like, and I was, like, s one on has been in the pits for a really long time. And I was, like, he's still in the pit lane. And I was, like, he's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, so he pulled in with 12 laps to go. That's when he retired. Okay. So they, they didn't even mention it. They didn't no. even show that in 
the recap too. Because no. the recap, I made it up to lap 47, and I had to stop watching it. Yeah, no, they didn't even they didn't even mention it. They didn't like they didn't even say like you didn't you just saw his name drop down on the leaderboard, but they didn't even mention like none of the commentators talked about it. I even had the post race show on; they weren't talking about it. I was like, "What the hell happened?" So, Why <laughs> nobody, yeah. so I looked it up. Give us like a oh hey by the way, that's the bottom. Yeah, the pits never came back out. So he yeah. was running fifteenth um, at that point when he pulled in. Um, so it said. What's this? That's the fifth retirement for him this season, which that doesn't seem like it, but I guess they he's retired uh, five times. I guess, um, yeah. Yeah. So they knew this article says that Monza was expected to be a struggle for them, um, since they don't have a good engine power, uh, right. which makes sense why they did well in Monaco and where did Gasly just end up? Because the tracks were Zanvoort. The tracks are so small i guess yeah, makes sense there's more tight. turns you're not yeah yeah so um espan Akon told the media after for safety reasons he had a steering locking his steering was locking into corners and we didn't want the steering to lock completely um yeah. so it was just safer to retire the car and not have more issues that ended our weekend which had been a tough one so i think he was having issues with the whole entire race but yeah he just retired wow. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that is, that is news to me. I remember news. looking at like social media after, and people were like, "Wait, Esteban Ocon retired early from the race?" They're like, "Where have I, was I even watching the race?" Yeah, I had no clue. I had no. Clue. I literally, I went back and I was like, "Yeah, they." I was like, "Maybe I just wasn't paying attention." And I was like, "No, they didn't mention it once." No, on the screen, not once. Yeah, not once at all. Um, wow. Hmm. Legit no mention. <laughs> like, I hope Esteban knows that. <laughs> no mention. This is um, hilarious to me that there was, like, yeah. nothing. But, all right, all right that's, okay. I'm surprised that because they don't have Otmar on the pit wall, they couldn't go right to him and ask questions. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, And you know who was in the paddock this weekend? Mattia Bonato. He's going to oh, Alpine. Oh, yes. Yes. He's um, 100% going. Where was he in the paddock? Was he just watching or was he... He was walking around. He was cuddling up to Carlos Sainz, which explains it all. Never once was seen with Charlotte Claire. Um, yeah, he was just hanging out. Yeah. 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 I He's... think at one point he was being followed by cameras. I think maybe the Netflix crew, which would make sense if he's coming back to Alpine. Yeah, um, that would, yeah. Yeah. But yes, moving on to Williams, aka the Alex Albon team. Yeah, Alex, yep. <laughs> Literally, I'm sorry, Logan. Out. I'm so sorry, Logan. But, but Alex Albon, yeah, Alex Albon is carrying that team across the finish line week after week, week I, after week. I don't even know like what to what to say about that because there's, there's not much. Let's see, where did he? He's finishing the points. Where was he? He was seventh. All right. I behind mean, that's, Hamilton. That's behind great. both Mercedes. Yeah. I mean, he was also in that group, obviously, like I said, on F1 TV with Lando Norris and Charlotte Claire. And Charlotte Claire right. even asked him, like, how were you? How was your race? And he was like, I was slow. I was like, Alex, Albon, you were not, You're not slow. slow. <laughs> but okay. I fucking I mean, more. I love it. 
again had the fastest lap in qualifying at one point. I was like, look at you, though. Maybe you're the new king of qualifying, Alex Albon. <laughs> like, where is he getting this speed out of the... I don't know. And can you imagine, this is the first... Williams is kind of in the same uh, shoe as, I think, Ferrari right now. Like, it's James Val's first year. Next year will be the first car fully under oh, him. Oh, yeah. And James Val came from Mercedes, so I feel like... I would love Alex Albon to be on Ferrari, but I do think he stays with Williams. Yeah, for at least one I think more if year. he if he closes out this year as strong as he's performing right now, like if he continues this until the end of the year, they'll definitely they'll be resigning him yeah. to the contract. Absolutely. Yeah, um, and I think if Logan keeps fading, I mean, Mark said it last week. This was, Monza was the last track that Logan knew. From previous yeah. racing experience, so it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, Vegas is new for everyone, but the Watch tracks coming up are difficult. Yeah. Watch him perform better now. Like, yeah, right, because he has no expectation. Had, yeah, <laughs> like people are just like expecting him to like not do well because he doesn't know the track. That pressure is kind of off his shoulders. Like he's just gonna, yeah, he's gonna do well. It's gonna take off. Um, but yes, and I we kind of talk about it. Alex Albon, he's got he's appendix list. We all know what happened last year with Monza. This is when Nick DeVries ended in the point. Yep. <laughs> when he drove Alex Albon. So I heard them talking about it on during practice, and I love that I texted you right away. So they all some people had special helmets. Um we haven't talked about those teams yet. But Alex Albon wanted to incorporate something to do with the anniversary of losing his appendix last year. So good. Which is so good. And I posted, I even posted, I said, long story short, I said, Owen and I both lost our appendix a year and a day apart from each other. (laughs) So we resonate with Alex Albon. We understand Um, his need to put it on there. And when you think about it, when, I don't know when Monza was last year. I feel like it might've been earlier in the season. Um, Maybe not, but yeah. So he wanted to figure out how to put, even they were talking about like just an icon of the appendix on his helmet. And then I think it was Crofty. Crofty was like, yeah, then he realized that the appendix wasn't a very good looking organ to just have like a cute clip art image on his helmet. <laughs> so he decided against it. Alex Albon, I would have uh, bought this model scale helmet from you in an instant. He should have kept it. That would have been so yeah. good. He should have kept it. That would have been so um, hilarious, too, because people, everybody would have been like, what the fuck is on his helmet? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Um, I also saw in that interview after Alex Albon was in the same hotel as the Ferrari guys, you saw clips. Ferrari fans were standing outside chanting and singing for hours and hours and hours. And Alex Albon was like, I mean, I didn't really hear them. They did stop, but they were pretty loud. Damn. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, that's, yes. uh... He's yes. the rumors with that. I know he is. And the way they were interacting, they were standing next to each other, him and Charlotte Claire. And people yeah. were like, look at those future teammates. Like, it was... Like, they both are just, like, baiting at it, I felt like, the entire time. Yeah. I would love if they were teammates. I would love it. Um, well, I'm sure the PR for the team is even... Even if it's not happening, I'm sure mm-hmm. what somebody's PR team is, like... People love this this rumor right now. Like, yes, buy into it. You know, buy into it. Play into it. Feed the masses yeah. for what they want. You know, a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. 
interesting to see. Aston Martin. I put Alonso was great, but I don't really remember if Alonso was good. Um, Alonso finished behind Lando Norris, so he wasn't an, a behind Alex Albon. So he wasn't amazing, but he wasn't he was ninth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you had really like the big story was Lance Stroll. He didn't drive FP1 because yeah. Felipe Drogovic drove for him brilliantly. The car worked fine. Right. He gets an FP2. Lance Stroll drives maybe I think he drove one lap and had a pullover. And then he was out during Q1. It just wasn't wasn't a good weekend. <laughs> they literally had Drokovic on the broadcast during FP2, and they were like, what you do to his car? And he was like, nothing. It worked fine for me. <laughs> I mean, he literally even – not only was he out Q1, he was the slowest. He was the slowest out of the 20 drivers in Q1. Yeah, he was the slowest. He ended P20. That is – yeah, he was – it was not good. I Maybe he really should go play tennis. <laughs> I, yeah. I just, God, this has got to be such a tough position for – His dad? Mr. Mr. Stroll, you know. Strollovich? Mr. Strollovich? Mr. Strollovich, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Forgetting. I promised I would call him that. Um, yeah, because, I mean, at what point do you stop – like, what, what – what hat is he wearing right now? Is he wearing the hat of a father or is he wearing a hat of... Of a boss. Of a boss. And at what point do you switch said hat? And you're like, okay, you know. Time or you to put go. both on at the same time and you're like, listen, I'm sorry. Yeah. But maybe this isn't for you. Maybe yeah, this no. isn't the best thing for you. Yeah, I you mean, have that like talk with him and be like, is yeah. this what you want to be doing? Like, like if... He- Landstroll was in that Alpha Tower, he would be out. He would be Nick DeVries. Oh, yeah. He would have been gone. So, yeah, it is. Any other team, he'd be gone. Absolutely. Yeah, and they have. Their Felipe Drokovic is a qualified driver. He could easily. Like, he looked good. Right. Excuse me. He, he looked good in. During FP1. I'm going to go back. I know Felipe I have the Drogovic. screenshot in here. He won, a, he won a 124, 140, and he was 18th. Yeah, so not awful, but it's one practice in that car. So, yeah, yeah, he could – I know he could do better. I mean, it's it's not a good look at all because you're right. You go from practice one where you get 18th in that car, and I have to assume what is your, you know, inside number five times driving that Mm -hmm. car, you know, one of your first five times driving that car, to practice two – where there's no time posted and you only did two laps. Yeah. And the driver like, that drives the car every weekend. <laughs> yeah. For the for the and then, it's for the F one driver, your secondary driver right now. And then has been consistently ending outside of the points, getting out qualified pretty quickly. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Mr. Stroll. I mean and maybe you're right, you should like, have a practice practice one and two are what? Two, three hours apart? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like who happened? came into your car and messed with it? Charlotte Claire side of the who, garage. Like, what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, who sat? Yeah, you replace your whole garage crew with the Ferrari garage crew. Like, yeah. Carlos yeah, Sainz garage. Is, People come over and sabotage it. Like, what the hell happened to your car that quick? That's not. A that good was look. like not a good look at all. No, that was they were literally like to Drogovic. They're like, what happened? What you do to his car? Like, kidding around. And he was like, nothing. I don't know. 
Like, yeah. it worked fine for him. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, moving on to Alpha Tauri, who Alpha Tauri. doesn't get enough... Doesn't get... Oh, well, first of all, Aston Martin has officially been overtaken by a Ferrari in the Constructors' standings. Oh, So really? there's that. Yes, they have... Um, Oh What's yeah, look at that. 228 yeah. for Ferrari and 217 217. for Aston Martin. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Which that can't be good. Mr. Stroll can't be feeling good. Strollovich can't be feeling good about how good they started off the season to now be yeah. behind Ferrari. <laughs> I mean, especially I mean McLaren's a hundred points behind them. That I mean that's that's catchable. With the if, way the McLaren's were- driving, that's catchable. If they were, if they were, if Aston Martin were to finish fifth with the way that they started the season and everybody saying, including us, saying, this is a team that's going to fight against yeah. Red Bull this year. This is a team that will eventually give us a non Red Bull podium to fifth to, or to standing fourth right now in potential to finish fifth. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if I'm Strolovich, I am pissed. Like I'm destroying that brand you, new office that he just built. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I am destroying. Because mm-hmm. then what was the point? What was the point of doing that? What was the point of building this super fast car? And what was the point of building this brand new headquarters? Like literally Aston Martin and McLaren have totally I mean, yeah, they have totally switched places from the beginning of the season to where they are now. They've just I, that flopped. They just flopped. Insane. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I would love to see McLaren finish fourth. You know, we yeah, so do I. Especially um, last year. Last year they finished fifth. So jump up one spot. Hey, that's an improvement. That's you're getting up there. I love yeah. to see it. You know, I don't know why. So obviously Red Bull is like the unbeatable villains of the sport, but for some reason. McLaren and Aston Martin, I feel like, are the true villains of the sport. I don't know why, but they just give me those vibes. <laughs> I mean, it's they're the they're the cars that nobody nobody expected in the Mm-mm. first and the back half of the season. I mean, think about it. In the first half of the season, it was all Aston Martin. Like we said, Aston Martin were the ones were the ones that were going to be you know beating Red Bull eventually when that day came. You know. It also was, like, McLaren. how we say for Red Bull, it's the Max Verstappen show. It was the Fernando Alonso show. That hype yeah, train it, was so it real. Was. Yeah, and we were, <laughs> we were happily on board that hype train. Everyone right? was excited. And I'm not saying that McLaren has now flipped roles with them, and they're the ones competing against, against Red Bull. But, like, it's gotten to the point now where it's like, Aston Martin is kind of have fallen back into where they were last year. And it's kind of like... Mm-hmm. We're going to fall back into our normal routine, whereas McLaren's come around this corner around the summer break, and they're like, we're not going to fucking settle for this, and we're going to pick our shit up and, and drive our asses off. And it's like, fuck yeah. Like, cool. Like, when McLaren takes if, and it's like we said, it's doable. I think they both would have to finish P5 and above. I don't know the math for McLaren, but they could totally catch Aston Martin. And that would be... I would love it. Wild. Someone get the Drive to Survive crew in Aston Martin the day that happens because it, I mean, he it, it might explode. The Drive to Survive crew has to be loving this potential that is happening this season. You know, it's you the have, midfield battle. 
is yes. what you have the right. You have the clear cut winner, so it's like you know Red Bull is going to get their screen time, but you yeah, know give them the first most, episode. No one needs. Yeah, and then you know most of the season is going to be Aston Martin, McLaren, you know Ferrari, like mm-hmm. all these different things, especially with all the changes too. You know you'll get the, you know you'll get the. Alpine with the Otmar firing, you know, you'll get that covered, you know, stuff like that. And as it, I will say, what is it? Um, Drive to Survive does do a really good job of covering all the teams. I think they do a good job of splitting the focus yeah. on the teams, but it feels like there's going to be a lot to a lot to cover. I feel like this season is shaping up so they can individually showcase each team. Yeah, like we talked about it last year, Williams didn't get covered at all. You can't ignore Alex Albon this year and the way he's yeah. driving. They're not going to exclude the only American driver on the grid from a largely blazed American yeah. audience. Like they're not. And you know, not. and you know too, if the season comes to a close, right? Well, actually, this probably wouldn't happen at this time. But let's just throw the hypothetical out there: season comes to a close, and the rumors are confirmed that Alex Albon is going to Ferrari. Oh like, yeah, you know he would get like you know you're getting that screen mm-hmm. cover then like or that screen covered. You but. definitely know. I would hope he is, especially with the way Red Bull has apparently reached back out to him. Like, right? He's not just a midfield driver anymore. Alex Albon, no. he's making his name known. Um, yeah. But moving on to the next two, I wait first before we talked. Kind of talked about them. Haas. There's really nothing else special to talk no. about or note, so we'll skip over. <laughs> um. To the other two home teams, the one is easy to figure out they're a home team, a.k.a. Alfa Romeo. Um, but the one I always forget, it's te- it's really their home race, Alfa Tauri. Yeah. They're based in Milan. It's not far. <laughs> you would not never far, know. They didn't, have special, they didn't have special livery. I think Yuki had a special helmet. Um, yeah. It – they – they deserved a little bit more coverage, but they didn't. You would not know it was their special. It was their home race. Um, I did see though. So apparently last year, I forget what it was. I think they've done like podcast episodes with their drivers, and they started it last year with Yuki and Pierre Gasly. And Yuki right. was saying he wants to come over to Pierre Gasly's house. Like, how come you never invite me over? And he's Pierre's like, okay, maybe they did it this past weekend. Yuki came over and they literally did like Top Chef in Pierre Gasly's kitchen, and Yuki cooked for him, so <laughs> which oh was my exciting. God. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so I looked it up. Yuki qualified P11. Liam Lawson qualified P12. Um, and then we all know Yuki was out during the formation lap, and then. Um, I literally just had it up, and I and Liam Lawson finished P11, one spot away from that's, a point. I mean, that's but, great. That's fantastic for for Lawson. I would. We talked to, yeah. I'm just saying, I would love to see. I don't know if this is like a comfort thing, like, and that's he's racing more in F1, so therefore he's getting like he has more, like he's got more experience, essentially. And he's getting more comfortable with that, which is leading to a better performance. But, I mean, if, if he can get called in for, f- what, four races, five races? How many mm-hmm. races has he had now? Two? Two, and I think he's going to do two more. Two? Yeah. So you you get called in for four races. And if you score points within those four races, those being your first four 
Formula One races ever. Mm-hmm. You 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 did your job. Like you yeah. far exceeded what people thought you were gonna do. You know, like, and I and, was, I would love to see that for him. You know, and we talked about how good he was gonna do with more than a night to prepare, and yes. the fact that he had a full week to prepare. It's just like how much better is he gonna get week after week? Yeah, with more time to prepare as he gets used to the car, it will be. That's also why I think Daniel Ricciardo was just a placeholder. You can't ignore his performance in these four races. Assuming he does well, Liam Lawson in the next two. Yeah. Do not have him as an F1 driver next year. It just that can't happen. It'd be hard. Yeah, it'd be very hard to ignore him. Ignore. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, obviously, yeah, the formation lap thing, and then there was like this delay. The cars were just sitting on the track. They didn't know what was going on. The drivers didn't know what was going on. Um, there was a great radio that came from Charles Leclerc. He was like, I, he's like, they were saying that they were finally coming on, the engineers and stuff. He was like, oh, great. I thought you guys were just like taking a walk from Rome to get here because <laughs> they were taking so long. <laughs> I'm here. Well, we're getting there. I'm here for the Charles Leclerc. He doesn't give a fuck error. <laughs> give, him, give him the sassiness, man. Yeah. Give him the sassiness. Um, it's great. And then Alfa Romeo. They really weren't noticeable. They both had issues throwing FP1. It's got to take some time. They killed it with the livery. That needs to stay for the rest oh, of the season. Yeah, the livery was real nice. Every single announcer, every session was literally like, can we write to Alfa Romeo? Can we talk to them and have them keep this for the rest of the season? It was yeah, so good. I'm, I'm going to go look at it again because I, I and it was simple. It for the first time and I was like, this is good. Like It was simple because like, the front looked normal and it was just the American flag on the back. It was so nice. Yeah. And then they both had special helmets, which a picture. Uh, Valtteri Bottas killed it again with the helmet. Legit killed it. Um, it was oh, like supposed to look like a. It was supposed to look like a vintage like racer with like when they used to wear the goggles. Like that's what the shape of the helmet, like the design of the helmet, looked like. Oh, that um, is cool. If you go back to the thread, I always started like one thread in general on both X and threads of all the special stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this I, livery is... I'm looking at a picture of it now. This livery is gorgeous. So nice. And you're right. This The simplicity of it is... Mm-hmm. It's what makes it beautiful. Like, it's just it's very easy to look at. It's not too, like... Oh, here's a picture of Baltas's helmet as well. This is that's fucking cool. Yeah, I love that. it's cool. He has not he has not missed one race with yeah. this, when he signed a special helmet. That's really cool. Yeah, this livery needs to stay. This yeah, this absolutely needs to stay. This livery. Yeah. Um. But getting back to the Ferraris, I actually just found something we didn't talk about it with Red Bull. You know how Perez went out onto the gravel. Yes. During FP one, so there was. That F1 troll account that posts a bunch of memes. Yeah. They did a screen grab of Doc Hudson going across when he does that turn. Classic. Like, you know what I'm talking about with the yeah. smoke? Because that's what Checo's car looked like. I literally tweeted and said, don't you dare disrespect Doc like that. Because that's not what Checo was doing. Checo was just going into the gravel. <laughs> don't do that. Um, yes. Let me take a drink of water. All right. Are we moving on now? Yeah. Oh boy. To the 
Can most I... problematic team on the grid. We, say? All right, hold on. Should we do how they did in the race first before we get into Yeah, this? we'll talk about or... the race before. Yes. So, I thought obviously, yeah, I thought the race was good, too. Obviously, Carlos was on podium. Good for you. Right. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Good for you, asshole. Led the, <laughs> led the lap for, or led the race for 15 laps. Um, ended up P3 on the podium. Again, it's Ferrari home race. That crowd is insane. Oh, yes. Good for you. Um, the battle at the end was so exciting. Um, to the point where Charlotte Claire came over and interrupted Fred Resser in one of the interviews and literally checked his polls. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that part. That's good. And he came up when he got out of his car, because when he got out of his car, he, like, congratulated uh, Carlos when they were waiting to be interviewed in the park for a minute, and he literally, like, went over to the Ferrari t- people, and he was like, did I make you guys sick? Because he locked up behind him at one point, right yes. at the end. Yeah. You saw the smoke, and I was like, oh, my God, he's going to crash into the back of him. But yep. he didn't, um, which was the cause of the drama that we'll get to, um, that entire battle, which it was a battle. Let them battle. Let fantastic drama. Let them, yes. Let them fight Let them battle. is is such a good I don't know. I have like mixed feelings with it cuz it's like it could lead to so many bad things. But mm-hmm. then also at the same time like it can lead to so many good things and it could lead to like such a good um sorry, I just got like bombarded with text. I just lost my train of thought. Um it can lead to so many bad things. We've seen obviously team on team collisions before in the past and in this race, you know, when teammates yeah, yeah. are fighting. Um, but it's just like, they got to know when to stop and everything. And it's right, like, glad that they kept it under control. You know, it was, it's what made the end of the race exciting. You knew Max was going to win. You knew Checo was going to win. It literally was a battle for thirds between yeah. two teammates. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was definitely exciting. Um, they also had special, Everything uh, inspired yes. Le Mans by Le Mans, which was sick. I did enjoy it. I wish they, like you said last week, they should keep the yellow. They should keep the yellow. Keep the yellow. Keep a hint of the yellow. Someone just said the only change they would have made to the car from this week is if they made the Ferrari on the rear wing, it was white. If they put that yellow, that's the only change they would have made. It just needed a little bit more yellow on the back, and it would have bounced it off with the Ferrari on the rear wing. I agree. Yeah. Um, they also both had special helmets. Carlos has like a vintage feel, which was cool. Um, and then Leclerc's, which also makes me believe that his contract is signed on the top. He just had one team, one dream written on the very top of the helmet, which was oh, I didn't notice a nice that. touch. Yeah. It was on the very top. It was like black on the very top with the, like the Italian flag stripes going down and then in red, white, and green, I think it said one team, one dream. Uh, um, cool. yeah. So Yeah. Great battle. Carlos is actually officially back ahead of Charles in the standings. Really? Um, yes. Not by much, but yes. Um, the Tafosi love for Charles Leclerc is inspirational. <laughs> um, they, they love him. They are in love with him. They had a, an event at Ray-Ban the day before Media Day on Wednesday. It was right. like... 12 people deep. 
And there's this clip that came out. The Italians were chanting, like, about Leclerc winning the championship and bringing it back. And the person videotaping it, like, zooms in on Leclerc, and he starts singing with them, like, doing the chant. And I was like, uh, he, he does. He's so loved. That's what also I'm like, okay, yeah, this man is not going anywhere. He's so loved by the Tifosis, and he loves them right back. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, absolutely. People kept posting pictures, and are like, he is the ultimate Ferrari fan. That's. He's obviously the racer, but he's also, like, a number one fan. Like, I feel like when you think of, like, I'm going to use him, like, I feel like Bryson Stott right now, he is a Phillies player, but he's also a Phillies fan. Like, it just oh, makes... Oh, absolutely. Yes, that's a great <laughs> just <comparison>. makes, <laughs> Yes. just makes sense. Like, he loves where he's at and wants to stay where he's at. He's appreciated um, now with the right team principle. But, yeah, they literally were singing outside of his... A hotel window. People were literally putting pictures next to him because someone, a fan from down below, like it was like a balcony, like came out and did like he was like a royal, like princess, like did this wave, and someone's like, he's so Princess Diana right now. It's not even funny. <laughs> yes, uh, of course. Yeah. So they, they're they love him and he loves them back. Um. Yeah, I wanted to comment on that before we got to the drama. Anything else you want to add about their race or no? No, I'm just, this is, uh, we kind of touched on it, but like, this is another livery that needs to stay. The, the yes. yellow on it, the yellow on it just makes it, it makes it that much more unique that it's mm-hmm. like, it, it's like if you took, if you took a dial and you were like, just like spinning it and spinning it and spinning it where you would at right now, you'd be like, stop, don't turn it anymore. Yeah. Like, don't touch it. Leave it right where it is. It's such a good the t- the splash of yellow, and I looks so good. And I 100% agree. I would have just taken that Ferrari that's written on the back wing, like you just said, and, and made it yellow. Made it yellow, and that would have been that would have been the like last dial mm-hmm. turn to the next notch that I would have done. And just take that Photoshop paint bucket and fill in those letters. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's so good. That's all I like, really have to say. I mean, it's just, I didn't it think they were gonna out. I didn't think they were gonna outdo last year's because I was obsessed with the yellow race suits from last year and the black fireproofs. The race suits were a little much, but like the team merch, the special I'm team merch again, um, grew on me as the weekend went on. Like I was looking at the hats again. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, how can you not love that? Like. And it's just because when you think of Ferrari, you think of the yellow and you think of the red. You think exactly. Like those are the colors that Ferrari is known for. And it's like I love the little I love the little touch right there. I love that this number on the back is yes. yellow too. Like Wait, is dish. is Leclerc's yellow the number yeah. on the back? Yeah, it is. Okay. Sometimes they're the different like, colors. There's the there's the Ferrari right there. You can kind of see a little bit better on mm-hmm. Charles's car. Like that right there, you make that yellow, boom, chef's kiss, perfect, like... Yeah, no changes that needed. That's that's the car right there, you know? Yeah. That's fantastic. That's what you need. Yeah, that's no, all, they... That's all I'm going to keep, like, say. They outdid themselves with that. Also, shout out to the Ferrari movie coming out. You dropped that trailer at a perfect time. Oh, I know it was yeah. a Venice Film Festival, and I know you had that probably that, the race calendar looked up but that was perfect time to drop that but that looks great that, looks that movie good. it yeah, looks we'll, really we'll good see that yeah 
Um, I also saw a clip that both Ferrari drivers were filmed with the Apex crew this weekend. So if there's driver cameos in the Tom Cruise movie, I'm going to see that movie 100%. <laughs> All right. I'm like, I'm not missing it. I know. But, um, okay, going to the drama. So I have some things to back up before the drama. Um, Carlos Hines had a weekend, man. It was a Charlotte Claire-style weekend. It was his birthday on Friday, gets pole, ends up on the podium. All hell breaks loose. Um, someone posted these stats. So this is the start of lap 16 to start of, of lap 20. Right. Because um, there's a lot of things saying that they could have had a 2-3 finish on the podium of Ferrari. Okay. It was easily right there for them. And they, quote-unquote, screwed over Leclerc again in favor of Carlos Sainz. Um, so there was this is on, about Carlos Sainz. 2.7 seconds lost in those four laps. Carlos Sainz. They could have okay. made it so it could have taken Perez longer to catch up uh, to the Ferrari, therefore creating an offset in the battle with Perez. So they're saying in those seconds lost in those four laps, they could have, the battle would have literally been Perez and the two Ferraris for a would decent amount right of time. There. Yeah. Maybe waiting for Perez to make a mistake, whatever. Um, yeah, this this is one part of the tweet. It says, am I not understanding something here? Did the Ferrari pit wall throw away a potential 2-3? So if you look at the stats, they easily could have had a 2-3. Right. Um, then, pretty sure Charlotte, or Carlos Sainz stepped off the podium. Immediately, his dad was on Spanish uh, media complaining about the win. Or about the podium. So it says, Carlos Sainz Sr. speaks on Ferrari allowing Sainz and Leclerc to race today and not on other occasions, like Austria. That's what they're saying. The quote is, it's odd. Sometimes they decide some things and sometimes others. Carlos has to ask and understand the strategies, why sometimes they can attack each other and other times not. I keep He'll keep the third place now that it has happened. I prefer it to be like this without any type of team order or anything. Deserved. They didn't want team order. I'm sorry. <laughs> You could have had a two three. <laughs> so he's yeah, he's just saying like I'm happy my son got sec I'm happy my son got third naturally instead of yeah. instead of by team order of like Charles yeah. backing off. Like Like yeah, they should have told Leclerc to back off in that exciting battle at the end. Right. To give Carlos more of a cushion to win. Yeah, basically. Um and then immediately after the race it must be a Ferrari bad luck. Um, Carlos Sainz's watch was stolen, and he literally chased down the people to get his <laughs> watch back. Not Charlotte Claire style in his custom Ferrari. Carlos Sainz chased, like ran down. If you see Bring the clip, there's a clip when the police get the guy. Char- Carlos Sainz literally doubled over, like catching his breath, because he literally sprinted to get his watch back. He got it. They arrested the guy. That's all fine. He put out a statement that he was fine. He thanked the Milan police, all this stuff. Then this morning, my alarm goes off. I get up. Oh, wait. First of all, Ryanair. Have you ever followed Ryanair and how they roast F1 drivers all the time? Yes. So they retweeted ESPN's article about how he was robbed of his 500... Thousand euro watch in Milan hours after finishing third, but was able to chase down the robbers and retrieve it. They retweeted it and said, "Only race he can win." <laughs> Damn, that's good. That's that is objectively that's fucking hilarious. That mm-hmm. is. I literally good. was like, 
I literally was like, like? <laughs> that was so good. Right. Um, they don't hold back oh. ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then this morning, you wake up to the news of Color Science mom liking all these tweets that were highly disrespectful, criticizing, um, coming after Charlotte Claire. The one right. in particular that got the most traction is the Spanish translation, like from, uh, what's it called? Apple says, you know what Carlos has that he never will? Talking about the Claire, the honor. Congratulations, Carlos. Today you shut up lots of mouths. Basically saying that he doesn't have the honor of winning with Ferrari. All this stuff. Someone tweeted a picture of Charlotte Claire's win with Ferrari back in 2019 from the podium and just put honor. Who liked it first? Charlotte Claire. <laughs> of course he did. Because uh, why not? Yes. That's, he just. I don't want to just mean by that. Like, he has won before. He has, I don't know, like, just maybe they saw the way Carlos was treated by fans this weekend, that he doesn't get the same respect. Like, the Italian fans maybe have a favorite over the two drivers, which is understandable. Of course they You have literally have it's- one driver that grew up in the Toro Rosso Red Bull driver academy, and then you have the other driver who literally has been with Ferrari since he was, like, a teenager. Yeah. He's basically an Italian citizen at this point. Just give it to him. Like, one in Monza most recently for Ferrari. Of course they're going to have a freaking favorite. He almost won the championship last year. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, of course yeah, that is, they're going to have a favorite. And he's butthurt. Just feels very petty to me. Yeah. Like, and the best was all this stuff was coming out today. And Carlos Sainz was doing testing for Ferrari today. Charles was there. And Charles Leclerc is doing testing for Ferrari tomorrow. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall at Ferrari. That would have been tense. With the PR manager. Yeah, I can't even imagine. That's making me, going back to that last paragraph from Helmut Marco. I understand why they're acting this way. Because yeah. they're not getting their way, Carlos Sainz and his family. They're not getting his way. They need PR training. They literally need PR training. Why they are do you need doing PR that? training, yeah. Like, first of all, your likes are visual to everyone. Bookmark those tweets if you don't want people to see them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to get, like, discovered. She Funny, had more. There was multiple. find that, yeah. There was multiple. And then you had, I think it was his uncle slash godfather that liked a tweet that was also, like, disrespectful. Like, listing all this stuff Carlos Sainz had that Charlotte Clark didn't. Like, literally insane. Insane. So, yeah. But then a few hours later... His mom unliked all those tweets, so someone got to her. <laughs> oh yeah, someone Somebody messaged her and was like, "You need to, yeah. you need to put that away." But between Carlos Sainz's dad talking about how he talked to Audi last week, then his comments after the podium, then his mom's likes of Twitter today, yeah, it's they're panicking and they're just yes. burning every bridge as they go out. Yep, every bridge. I it was being posted today though that apparently. When he left Toro Rosso, there was drama between Carlos Sainz's dad and Max Verstappen's dad. And he basically ruined the relationship within that team as well. So, yeah. So this isn't yeah. the first time this has happened? No, not the first time. It's also the Spanish... Yeah, no. They bring in the Spanish uh, advertising money as well, or the funds, so they probably yeah. don't want... Like, but yeah. Alex Albon, can you come please Charlotte Claire's teammate, please? <laughs> Um, yeah, come. That is bad. I won't campaign against you like I do all the science every week. That is, that's a bad look for the science family. 
Like rein your parents in, Carlos. Rein them in. Rein them in. Um, But yeah, yeah. There. I mean, that's. I want. I'm happy we ended on them because. Well, that's that's uh that's our post silly season content that we. Literally, Carlos Sainz's parents said, "You didn't get silly season. Here you go." Yeah, (laughs) really. You said you won. Season, we're just gonna piss everybody off right now. Like mm-hmm. that's what ruin that's our what getting ch- Ruin our chances of our son signing a new contract with Ferrari, <laughs> and we'll go from there. <laughs> because if you had any hope, he was re-signing with Ferrari. I'm sorry, it's either gone or it's yeah, very it's, it's this, very small now. Yeah, very very small now. That string is close to breaking, but yeah. So. Let's see what we right. wake up to tomorrow. Yeah, oh, really. it's not me see what happens going tomorrow. This one. Um, but yes, anything else you want to add? Nope. No race this weekend. It's kind of sad. But. Yeah, but we got. Our episode next week will be about Singapore. And then they're stuck with you for race posts. <laughs> On every social media. It's going to be crazy. Um. And then I'll be back. I'll stay up for the one I am race in Japan. It's okay. <laughs> I could probably stay up for that one. That's what you'd mentioned um, before. That's a one I am into Saturday, into Sunday, right? Yes, they always. It's like Australia. Yeah, I could do that. I can stay up for that. Australia was Saturday into Sunday at one I am because that's yeah. what Vegas is also. I mean, yeah, I'm not missing I Vegas. I could stay up for that. Yeah. Okay. That's but yes. We will be back. Next week, we'll preview Singapore. I'm sure there'll be some more silly season weekly news. Um, I'm sure. We'll think of something else. We haven't done history with Owen in a while. No, we have not. I actually, I just thought of that today when I was reading over the notes for this. I was like, we haven't done a history with Owen in a while. So we'll, we'll, well I figured if we didn't have Mark on last week, Monza was probably a good one to do history with because of Italy and Ferrari and all that that's, stuff. But it, that's true. But I'm sure we can think of something for Singapore. So, um, yeah, we'll be back next week. You want to close us off? I need I to put close. my hair back on. I'm sweating. I will close us out. Uh, all right. Thank you for listening tonight um, from our new, newly recorded, not in the basement podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're both in. On the pitch black. Legit rooms now. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or other episodes, please give us a follow at Underground F1 on Instagram and Threads. We are currently at 239 followers on Threads, which is fantastic. Um, and on Twitter slash X, we are at Underground underscore F1. Um, like Casey mentioned, Casey usually rocks the, the social media. She loves doing that stuff. I definitely slack with it. I should be doing more with it. <laughs> but you'll be stuck with me next week for the race and the race reactions. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Please have <laughs> reach out to us on that on that method if you need if you want to. We would love to hear from you guys. Any message we we you know put out, feel free to comment on. Feel free to shoot us any ideas, anything you want us to talk about. Also, feel free to do the, do the same thing by shooting us an email. Um, our email is undergroundf1pod at gmail.com. Um, I again, I think I said this last week. I'm going to sound even more like a broken record. You know, Casey and I have that both on our phones. We monitor at, monitor that all day, every day. Um, so if you send us an email, we will hundred percent answer it. Um, and please, wherever you listen to the show, whether it's Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, I don't know if we put, I don't think we post on SoundCloud actually. I don't know. My bad. Um, I don't even know SoundCloud hosts podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't think it does. <laughs> it, 
scratch that. No SoundCloud. Um, anywhere you get this show, please, please, please leave us a review on that said platform. Um, that's such a huge way. It helps it helps the show grow in more ways than you can imagine. Um, puts our name out there, gets us on the charts, more people discover the show. We can do bigger and better things with the show. It's going to be a blast. Um, similar to that, please also go give our main YouTube page a follow. Um, that is at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Um, and as of this recording, thank you for updating this number, Casey. Um, they are currently sitting at 540 subscribers, which is huge because the last time we looked, mm-hmm. it was like 520 or like 515 or something like that. Um, so that's a huge, huge increase in numbers, which is fantastic. We love to see that. Um, and we're currently working to get to 600 as soon as possible. That's when a lot of fun stuff will unlock for us on YouTube. We can do so much more, more live streams, more, you know, more videos, higher quality videos, you know, stuff like that. Um but yeah, we're really hoping to get to that number as quickly as we can. But please go give them a follow. Again, it's Underground Sports Philadelphia. Um, there's also full video episodes of this show and all of our other shows on our network on that platform. So something for everyone. Something for everyone. Yes. Um, so that is all. Uh, we will hopefully have a peaceful sleeping night. No Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc drama. Um, I wake up some more tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> now, Char- now, you know, Carlos Sainz's godparents are going to get on the act now. They're just going to yeah. pop in Everyone. on it. But, but, yeah, that is all. We will uh, we will talk to you next week before Singapore. See ya. See ya. Bye, Formulino. <laughs> Lights out and away we go.